Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show. It's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast, and we are happy to be here for episode 29, an episode uh, that will be, you know, just kind of all right, but good enough, and, and we'll have the, the favoritism of, uh, of the head coach to stick around for a few seasons, and just to prove that we weren't wrong to like it, it will go and, uh, and do a year in Calgary afterwards also. So episode 29, with you as always, is Justin Morissette, myself, and with me is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen, good to be back. I'm trying to figure out which Canuck that was. That would be was J- it was it Ojik? Jason Jaffrey. Oh, Jason Jaffrey. I'm trying to yeah. figure out if I care, and I don't. <laughs> well, I I went with Wade Brookbank last week, and we never even bothered to guess who I was talking about. So I yeah, figured. Yeah, I had no uh, idea. I figured it'd probably be the same description that I would use for Gino and yeah. Wade Brookbank, largely. So right. mix it up a little bit, and uh, yeah, Jason Jaffrey. Okay, I'm really hungover. So who the I was fuck just, is I was just Jason picking. Jaffrey? He's a fourth line guy. That I believe he scored a goal in his first NHL game. Vigneault absolutely loved him, yeah. and uh, he stuck around for a few years. Mm. I know somebody who uh, named their goldfish after him during the seasons that he was uh, around right. and kicking. So Sounds like a good person. Yeah, he definitely uh, <laughs> found a fan base in this city. And, I meant the uh, person who named their goldfish that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They sound like a good person. Well, yeah, they were nice too. Yeah. yeah. Is the fish still alive? I have, I don't know. Probably, probably, probably dead. Not, like right? his career. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, he currently plays in... 29 for the Leafs is obviously one of their greatest goaltenders in franchise history, Felix the Catpot Van. Yeah. So, uh, so it's a big episode for me this week. Not such a great goaltender in the uh, storied history of Vancouver Canuck goalies, unfortunately. That's true. Yeah, he did play here, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Not nearly as well as in Toronto. You guys ended up being like a random dumping ground for Leafs players like Potvan, Sundin, Raycroft. The history is long and yeah. storied. Raycroft was pretty good here, though. Wellwood. Wellwood. We all love, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. A much-loved former NHL player, yeah. in fact. <laughs> you, one could say that. Yeah. <laughs> one could say that he is that. Is, was he much loved, though? I in feel this like city? He, yes. In Vancouver. Really, you think so? Well, yeah. by the cool fans. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel he's like cult-loved. Yeah. Not yeah. like... Not like real love. I judge uh, Canucks fans based on if they liked Wellwood or not. Right. My, I, I think we've talked about it on the show before. My favorite thing about Wellwood was that I don't think he ever cared about scoring a goal. Like he would score and his celebrations would almost be like negative. Like yeah. He would look like someone in his family had died. <laughs> He was really, he'd score like a sick goal. He was really just looking for those assists, though, right? Like, if he scored, it's because he passed the puck into the net. Yeah, yeah basically. pretty much. Yeah, because he had pretty soft hands. Oh, very yeah. soft. <laughs> Supple hands. That's not entirely true. Like, he, he could really, like, pick the corners if he was oh, yeah. working the net front, which is very surprising that a guy like Kyle Wellwood would be working the net front, but then there he was doing it. Yeah. Or just working at all. <laughs> he just kind of just sort of loafed around and was so good that he just scored a bunch of goals. <laughs> well, if you keep being nice to him, maybe he'll come on the show. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, um, What's up? 
Well, John, yeah, you uh, were not here last week. I know. It was very sad. I was listening to the show and uh, realizing that you guys really need me to be here. Otherwise, you're going to talk about the Canucks way too much. (laughs) Somebody was like, geez, I can only imagine how long last week's episode would have been if John had been there. Well, first of all, if John had been there, Grania wouldn't have been there. So that would have removed all of her things. Yeah, so like three minutes. And also... (laughs) Part of the reason the episode was so long was because we did that phone call with you off the hop, so you were there, really. That was, that was a good bit, too. Yeah, a great bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was classic. Nice little improvised radio drama that we did. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was great because uh, I I was thinking, because, you know, Grania doesn't tend to talk as much um, when she's on the show, and... It was funny during the Bronze Hammer segment, je- during the Jesse Farrar segment, I was like... Oh, that's like Grania's like really, she's really not talking at all. And then I realized after that she wasn't even there. No, she was. Well, she was there at that point. Oh, really? Yeah, you yeah. can hear her giggling a few times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like when we were like saying, you know, she really was there, that wasn't sarcasm. Oh, I she thought you really were was there. Yeah, she oh. was. But Jesse's a pretty intimidating guy. I guess that's so. true. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of a legend, I guess. Yeah, yeah he dominated the conversation <laughs> for yeah. the most part. It's true. I get, like, I can understand being bewildered uh, about fucking dinosaurs. Like, I get that. <laughs> I get that that's a... Well, it was a metaphor, though. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. understand. But yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, but how was your trip? Trip was good. Trip was good. Anaheim is... Um, this Anaheim is Disneyland, basically. Like, if you're not going to Disneyland, you don't really have a reason to be in Anaheim, I realize. Did you go to Disneyland? No. No. <laughs> we went to the hockey game, which was good, uh, but then we just spent the rest of the time not in Anaheim. Like, we were in Santa Monica, Huntington Beach, L.A. Yeah, because Anaheim is like a suburb of L.A. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. But, like, whatever. Great place to watch a hockey game. Had a really good time at the Duck Stars game. Got to hang out with some friends uh, down in L.A., and uh, yeah, it was good. Did uh, Jamie Ben teach you how to go down on a woman? Uh, you said you would report back on that. Uh, that's right. And uh, no, uh, be- mostly because they were pretty upset. They had a pretty bad game against the Ducks, and uh, he just wasn't up to it. <laughs> or down for it, in this case. So, Well... You had a nice trip anyway. So Great good, trip, yeah. Good for you. It's good Thank to have you, you back. Thank yeah. you. Good to be back. And yeah, really, the, the main reason I wanted to talk about good for you was not so much your trip as uh, Stefan had something that he was just desperate to talk about on the show this week. What was that? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you don't even that. remember. Oh, I like blacked out. Um, yeah, no, Beer Salona. We got a little Beer Salona update here. Okay. Uh, and I was talking to them yesterday. I was out with some of them yesterday. And, the the uh, people love the Beer Salona Oh, updates, it's, it's like the, the best part of the show. It's the number one sports but content I, that we can be counted on I, to provide. Well, yeah, I was figuring one of you guys could come to the game on Tuesday. Not this game, maybe, but a game. And interview us uh, at halftime or after the game. Oh, we'll yeah. Give like, like a little. I can do that. Yeah. 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 So one of these, one of these Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be great content for the show. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we we lost our last game five one, but the one, oh, the one. <laughs> oh, the one. The one was uh, a goal that I scored, and uh, I've played soccer for like twenty three years, and this is like the nicest goal I've ever scored and will ever score. So you've been playing soccer since you were three years old. Yeah, I'm impressed by that. Really. Yeah, I haven't really improved very much. <laughs> It's about the same, yeah. same level. But yeah. if you could paint a mental picture for us, 
Uh, how nice was this goal? Well, I can just describe it. I don't have to paint any sort of picture. Yeah. Oh, do you mean okay? Metaphorically um, speaking, yeah, as a not not a real picture. Yeah, exactly. Like a words picture. Yeah, yeah use yeah. your words. Yeah. Okay, use my words. Uh, so I was going down, uh, running towards the corner, and our goalie Dimitri uh, threw me the ball. It was a great pass, or maybe he kicked it. I forget. I was in like a fugue. So focused point. on yeah. your own. Uh, so I, I get the ball and I cut back and get around the defender. And I'm kind of like, it's hard to describe. Like, there's the goal, and you're trying to get the, the ball in the goal, obviously. Yes. And I'm kind of like towards the corner, and I'm not like in front of the goal. I'm kind of like way off to the side. And so the only way I can get it in is by like curling it in. And so I'm like, well, I, it's rec league soccer. I don't care. I'm just going to shoot the ball. We'll see what happens. I wasn't like really aiming anywhere. And it like curls in over the goalie's head and then uh, hits like right where the, the posts meet at the corner and like drops into the net. And I was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> oh, that was that was pretty cool i guess yeah like yeah. Every, everyone was stunned because it's like well did, I, did that actually happen because we never we don't score goals very often let alone like nice goals <laughs> most goals we score like the result of like a scramble in front of the net like, right we're a, we're a very uh hard scrabble team which right. means we suck but yeah it's yeah. a nice way of saying that you suck yeah yeah but on this night it was beautiful like uh, if it was a fifa 16 goal i would have saved the replay nice yeah <laughs> that's Truer, truer yeah. descriptions have never been uh, spoken. Possibly even uploaded it to YouTube. Ooh. One of the highest compliments you can pay. <laughs> I would save the replay. Yeah, yeah. that's not a that's not a, an easy thing to do. Well, on the on the PlayStation, it is. You just press a button. Actually. Oh, well, yeah, you just I'm, hit the share. I'm button. thinking of uh, back in the day when you had to like day, actually to, like, cut and edit yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I still would have done that if it was like FIFA 09. <laughs> did you um, like when you scored? Did your teammates say bravo? Oh, like like a, Claudio Bravo. There you go. Yeah. No, they were all just kind of like, "What the fuck just happened?" Oh, okay. Basically, so yeah. they were very confused. Yeah. yeah. See, to me, I was <laughs> thinking like that. That's French, John. Barcelona is in Spain. Yeah, but it was a. It's a it's player. An, it's a player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Barcelona. But I don't know. See, yeah, like, but every time a, I'm making a pun, it's always a player pun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he always so. like pauses for ten seconds before he says the pun. <laughs> yeah. So you can assume that it's the. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it has like the, the structure pun. of a joke. Yeah. It's the punchline indicator. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's just like I'm smoking a pipe, like Mitch Hedberg said. I just, <laughs> yeah. just imagine I take a hit from my pipe right after I say. Did your teammates say, "Bravo"? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I do also want to obviously promote uh, my upcoming book, Generation Selfie. Uh, hashtag, hashtag win. win. Yeah. Uh, ra- Random House coming out spring 2016. Uh, I posted the cover. Uh, you guys have read the preview uh, yeah. copies. That well, I, gave I you? just wanted or? to say, um, just from having glanced at the cover, I noticed like an error in the cover art. Oh, okay. Which is that the photo that's on the phone, yeah, um, like doesn't match the way it would look. If you were to actually take the selfie, oh, I know, but it's more just like it's not like mirrored, right? Like, no, no, no. I, I, I know, but it's more just to be like you'll you'll know something's wrong, but it's it's kind of just like for that immediate recognition of like, oh, it's a picture of himself. Yeah. But even though it's like clearly he couldn't actually take a picture like that. Yeah. It's more just like oh, it's a picture of himself. It's a selfie. 
Even though it wouldn't look Even like Even though that. it needs to be, like, flipped. Yeah, but then it's like, kind of tough to tell with, like, a stick person. Then you would think, oh, that's if he's looking at a photo of someone yeah, else. Yeah, so I was kind of just like, I'll just put the same picture of him on there and people will get the gist so of it. So you thought about that. that oh, was something I, that I did think considered. about it. I, no, I considered it. And some notes went back and forth. Put a lot of work in. House. Yeah, I put a lot of work into this book. Okay. So. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I have no idea what you guys are doing. Well, I got the, pre- the preview copy. Yeah, I know. I haven't opened it. Oh, okay, that's okay. fine. Yeah, it's wow. still in the envelope. Okay. Thank you, though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, through it. I'm 750 about, pages. I'm about five pages in right yeah, now. Yeah, you have 745 to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. Take your time. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, congratulations to you, you on yeah. all of the fine things going on yeah. in your life. I have nothing to feel good about this week, so let's just move on. <laughs> That's not true. You took that picture with uh, the BB-8 mug and the BB-8 hat. True. And that uh, was a great picture. And, uh, well, you took that picture, so congratulations Well, but you were in it, you though. Also <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Stephanie. Yeah, and you'll notice that I'm not wearing my BB-8 hat this week because John is here, nice. and, and the podcast is no longer a safe space for me to. Well, our listeners, myself. our listeners won't notice because it's, yeah. it's an audio thing. Well, yeah, you could have just said, notice. "Oh, okay." Yeah. Yeah. You could have just said that you were wearing it, and people would have been like, "Wow, John's really accepting." <laughs> but oh, I have that hat that I, I was going to give you. Actually, I think people know your character. At I, this I can, point. I can, I, I can give Justin a hat live on the show okay, right now. Sure. Do you want to see the hat? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just a sec. I'll be right back. This is. This is, uh, it's like a new, it's like Christmas in January. It's going down. It's Ukrainian Christmas here on Real Good Show. Stefan is, actually has left. I don't even remember him saying that he was going to give me anything. I have, I sort of remember, but I can't remember what's on it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the California Beautiful. Golden Seals one. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. I'm going to get some good use out of this Go right sure. ahead, because it oh. makes my head look even bigger than it is, so... Oh, I, I think that that suits you. It's I would have had that too. I would have worn this hat. That's well, nice. it's too late for I you. Know, John. No, that's okay. I've got lots. I just got this new Blue Jays hat because I bought it for Brooke for Christmas, and uh, it's the exact hat that she wanted, and she didn't like the way that it looked on her head, and so <laughs> so it's yours now. So now it's mine. <laughs> yep. You know how it goes. Perfect. Buying Christmas presents. Uh, well, uh, should we move on? Ah, what sure. are we moving okay. on to? Yeah. To some donor thank yous. Oh, I would love to do yeah, that. Because, definitely. of course, there are some ways that you can help the program out. Yes. And if you happen to enjoy it, you might want to kick us a few dollars to yes. keep the lights on yes. and uh, all of that good stuff. Um, yes. And some people have done that this week. Excellent. If you want to be like them, all you need to do is head on over to www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow. And if you are listening to this in the country of the United States of America, I would strongly recommend that you kick us even just a few dollars because the Canadian loony is so weak right now that your one dollar translates to about fifty dollars Canadian. <laughs> so please, please, yeah. please help us just by even giving us a single American dollar. It's nothing to you. It's everything to us. And we want to thank the people who have done that this week. Um, also, if you would like to uh, show... Uh, your support for the show and you don't want to donate to Patreon, uh, there's a great group on on right now for Golden Feet Foot Massage and you may gift it uh, by sending it to realgoodpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, donors to the show this week include uh, CS, who I don't, I don't know if that's somebody's initials. Sounds like a disease. Or if that's... It's Counter-Strike, I think. C.S. Lewis or... Cancer Society. P- potentially. C.S. is the... It's Counter-Strike. That's I don't think it's C.S. Lewis. He's a pretty devout Christian dude. And he's I think probably he's dead, dead by now. Well, he's definitely dead. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So both his... Uh, 
His heartbeat and religious affiliation suggest that he would not be into real good jokes. Well, whoever this CS happens to be, we very much appreciate your donation. Our other new donor this week, Jared Dubois. And Thank I'm, you. Now that's a name. Yeah. I believe it's pronounced Dubois. <laughs> Pretty sure I got that one right. That's French for two boys. <laughs> oh, right? I thought it was French for the wood. Uh, is, is bois wood? Bois is wood, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like of the drink. No, that's bois. Oh, okay. Wow. Well. I, actually, I lived in Quebec City for a couple months. I should know this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right. We're recording early on a Saturday morning right now, so Stefan and I are feeling a little bit of the drink ourselves. And uh, obviously John isn't because he does not. I don't know if yeah. you guys know this. <laughs> He does not drink. Um, I've never heard that before. Guys, um, just so you know, last (laughs) night, like every other Friday night in my life, I stayed sober. So I feel great this morning. I just had a lovely smoothie from Body Energy Club, and I'm just, I'm feeling great. Look at you taking care of yourself. Yeah, well, it's kind of my thing. (laughs) Some of, someone has to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we want this show to last... Like over the age of thirty, for but I mean, one of you is going to die. So, yeah, realistically, you know, yeah. statistically, that's what happens, right? Well, eventually we die, but I mean, like you guys, it might be sooner because of your drinking. Do you, and yeah. stuff. do you tell your students that? Uh, yeah, in school, like one of you guys is going to die. Look around. Yeah, take in every single face. Yeah, one of you won't make it to your ten-year reunion. <laughs> that's realistically that's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah but do you tell them that? No, but I should. I yeah, like you that. definitely I like that, should. Actually, that's nice. I had a like uh, my history teacher when I was in grade twelve told us all that. And really, like, that's good. Thanks, Mr. Torres. That's a real uplifting way to make it through the day. Today. That's good learning, actually. Yeah, like just to try to make yourself not be that person. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. Just yeah. stay alive. Just stay alive, man. And uh, to all of our listeners out there, whether you're a Patreon donor or not, we extend the same advice to you. It's good to stay alive, so please keep doing that. But if you are a Patreon donor, we hope you stay alive more. <laughs> yeah, if you're not donating money, I mean, if you're listening but not donating money, we still. Hope Although you here's stay the alive. thing: if a Patreon donor died, wouldn't we get their like? Because no one in their family would be like, "Oh, we should cancel this donation." <laughs> well, wouldn't like, their, credit well, like, yeah, their credit card get canceled? Visa would eventually catch yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. So I stick with my original statement. Well, so our plan to murder all of our donors. <laughs> Is uh, <laughs> their contract? It's on the back burner. No, like actually, that. Oh, just them. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was nice. I like that uh, you guys discussed my death on the show last week, and then Hannah Conda argued about how she would kill me. That was great. You guys all speculated how she would murder me, and then she was like, "No, I would murder John this way instead." Yeah. She said with the rope, or no, with pipe. the lead pipe. Lead she pipe, was right. very disappointed. No she said she was lead a lead pipe, pipe girl. Yeah. I picked the wrench, though. That's like the same death. Right? I agree. Thing, it's a yeah. it's a brutal death. Like she wants to. I said gun. She wants to kill me. I said gun. Yeah. I'm well, nice. I mean, like really bad. You've you know incited these. Uh, these haters out there yeah and speaking of haters she wants to just bludgeon me but whatever it's not you know i guess whatever hannah loves the pipe what can you say it's all good speaking of haters however uh there are more ways that you could help the show not just uh by donating to it on patreon but heading on over to the itunes store of course and leaving us a a nice review telling us what you think of the program uh, assuming it's good we only really want five star reviews so please do that if you are uh, so inclined and uh you know we like to Take a peek at the things that people have said in a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. 
five stars? Disappointed! This is awesome! The worst episode ever! This week's review comes to us from Sens and Soccer Fan. And uh, you two boys, of course, are uh, very uh, into the video games, particularly Rocket League. So I yep. may need your help yep. deciphering what this means. Okay. Okay. Uh, he says, I really like the show. Justin reminds me of the guys on Rocket League who play goalie but then burst from the back at the absolute worst times. Okay. I think what he means here, because the goalie is the glue that holds the, the team together. So you're the glue that holds the show together which I totally agree with. And I think he's saying that you're a risk taker. And I think that's an important thing to have on a, on a podcast. Hmm. See, I think what he's saying is that is I agree with the glue thing that he's saying that like, you're the glue that holds the team together until you start talking. And then it's not great. That Cause I, like, cause then you come out from the back and then he's like, Oh, maybe just that I don't pick my spots. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think you do pick your spots though, because the rant—that's yeah. like a—that's a definition of spot picking. Yeah, you don't—you yeah. save your rant up for the perfect time. Yeah, well, and then and then uh, I'm not guarding the goal. I guess I don't know. It just this doesn't seem very complimentary think, to me. I know. I think it is. I think it is. I, I think he's saying you're a risk taker. But he says absolute worst in the review. Yeah, at the absolute worst time. <laughs> but that's what a risk taker does. Sometimes. I guess that's true. Five stars, he and says. And he gave it five stars. Yeah, he gave yeah. it five stars. Yeah, so but I, maybe he's you know giving what? you five stars. No, but it, me zero if, apparently. No, because then it would be two and a half stars. You know yeah. who I hate on Rocket League is guys who only play net. Like they never exactly. leave the net, and then you're just forced to have two guys in attack. That's all much the time. worse. So you're not the worst guy. The worst guy is the guy who just drives around hitting people. Well, that too. That's yeah. yeah it just goes for demolition. Yeah. It, sound, it sounds like he's saying Justin reminds me of those guys who get saddled with when you get paired up for an online game who just ruin everything. So that's how I took it. I think you're taking it the wrong way, though. I you're think taking it very hard. Yeah, I, well, think, I think he's saying you're a risk taker and you're the glue that holds the show together. That's what I'm saying. Well, I Justin. feel like he came in here and tried to get me all riled up. He wanted me he wants a Justin to rant. go yeah. off on that's a rant. That's what he wants. Yeah. And I'm not going to give it to him. I'm not going to give him the that's satisfaction. Smart. Because you know what? Smart. I feel good about myself and what I do for this you show. Should. You definitely I don't should. need anybody out there to tell me how good or bad I am. I know exactly what I do here. Did you listen to last week's episode? I drive the bus on this program. Oh, you okay? The glue, the glue that drives the bus. What does Sens and Soccer Fan do? All drives right? the bus. He, he, he rides soccer. the bus. He Whoa. rides the bus. Yeah, because he's on the team. A, a literal he's the NHL bus. player that rides the bus. A, no, no a literal bus. He's riding the bus oh, he's riding to the, and oh. from probably school. I don't know. You know yeah, what? well, he What's, sounds like a college university. His life. What is he doing with his life that's so cool? You've turned on university students. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome to the dark side. No, impressive. No, I'm turning on bus riders, and that is exactly what this guy wow. is. A lot he's, of bus riders are university he's students. He's riding the bus every day, I guarantee you. So I hope he feels good about what he's doing, you know? Buddy, sends and soccer <laughs> fan, congratulations on... On all the shit that I'm sure is just going great in we your should, life. We should dox this guy. Yeah. Let's yeah, <laughs> let's dox him. That's everyone's favorite moment. Yeah, because honestly, there's only like 10 Ottawa Senators fans. So we just have to pick the one that also likes soccer. Yeah. This should be super easy to find. Yeah, uh, and I'm definitely not mad. <laughs> no, you don't seem mad. Because, uh, you know, you know what I have that he doesn't? Skin in the game. 
And, yeah. And haters. Yes, skin. Haters is the price you pay for having skin in the game and doing stuff. I'm making my thing, buddy. What are you doing? Is skin yeah. talking shit online? Is, Fuck you. Is <laughs> is uh <laughs> is is skin in the game like a that's a saying? Yeah. It's a porno as well. Yeah. I've seen it a few times. It's starring the starring game. Rapper the game. Yeah. Starring rapper the game. <laughs> People are putting. Skin Although I guess in, in that case it's the game in the skin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was a good rant. Though. Yeah, that was a you great did rant. Go, you did actually go on a bit of a rant. Yeah, because you said you weren't going to, and then you did it. But it was fine. I I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you taking over the role of joke explainer for this <laughs> show too. Thank you. I don't mind it. I'll explain a joke. I mean, sometimes uh, what you find is that, especially in first and second year university students, is that they don't get jokes yet. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so, so sometimes it's important that you explain the jokes yeah. to them. All but right. you are honestly, if I can be serious, you mm-hmm. are the glue that holds the show together. Though. Well, like, the show just, would not be possible. Can we just you. take a moment of silence to appreciate what the show would be if I weren't here? Well, it would be silent. Yeah. Well, I, it'd just be Stefan and I it'd talking, rambling on. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Yeah. It'd be, you, you keep us going. No, it'd be this right now. That's the show. If I'm not here. Did you hear the clock ticking? I don't know if you had the, if the mic picked that up because that'd be perfect. <laughs> I think it did. That'd okay, be basically good. the yeah. clock ticking. Yeah. So you know, not to toot my own horn. No, no, but go eventually ahead. Eventually, somebody Listen, has you to. You can toot anytime yeah. you want. I just get shit on every single day of okay. my life lately. Okay. By you guys, by fucking this guy. <laughs> I called you the glue. <laughs> I know. I, I just gave you a hat. <laughs> I gave you a hat. <laughs> I want the hat back. No, oh, I'm man. keeping it. You're keeping the hat. Thanks, though. I I do appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, You're the glue, and I'm sniffing the glue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't smell good. I'm driving the bus. You're driving the bus. And I've driven it right off a cliff by making this go for so long. No, so I like this, though. This Fuck is, it. This is yeah. our best review review. Yeah. Well, other than the one where he docks the guy. Yeah. Nothing can top that, I don't know. And that wasn't even a review of our own show. <laughs> uh, but, you know, speaking of things that you find online... Uh, we have a great guest lined up for today. Nice segue. Well, yeah, very good segue. So let's talk to him right now. Let's do it. <clears throat> well, boys, I'm sure you heard about this big story that was you know, just heating up the airwaves on radio and television <laughs> all week long. He's been featured everywhere, and uh, he's a friend of the show, so it only made sense for us to feature him here as well. I'm, of course, talking about a Victoria man who, to uh, please... His wife, for her birthday, took a lot of uh, uh, saucy photos and and put them all into a book for her. Uh, they're calling it Bro Dwar. Uh, we call him Brendan Williams, and he is with us on the show right now. Brendan, welcome to Real Good Show. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. <laughs> well, uh, is this the most exciting stop on your press tour so far? Because uh, you've been everywhere, it seems. Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh probably the most honored that I've been in the last three or four days. I mean, I had a few few news stations in my house at one time, but I think this is uh, this might be my highlight. Now, how many people would you estimate at this point have seen your butt, Brendan? Uh, the Facebook post got taken down about two nights ago, and it was at about 7 million views. And since then, it's been posted on BuzzFeed, Mashable, Cosmopolitan. Um, so I'm going to say it's been seen 20 million times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, some of those are probably repeat viewings. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, uh, it's not too hard to find. Um, I guess boudoir man is probably the terms to search. 
I, I, yeah, I mean, if you t- if you Google my name and boudoir, I mean, there's going to be <laughs> dozens of news articles pop up. Uh, the other ridiculous. phrase is boudoir, I think. Boudoir, boudoir like, is, is the term that people are running with. Yeah, I also yeah. saw broudoir. I much broudoir is, is, is in there. Yeah, for sure. But uh, are you surprised at how uh, much legs this has had? Is it just the slowest news week ever, or what? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I saw people commenting on some of the news stories, like, this is news, and it's like, well, sorry guys, like, welcome to 2016, some viral idiot in his underwear is, is bigger news than than anything else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty surprised that what's happened, because it's not, it's not news, and yet it's kind of going around worldwide. Well, I'll say I was very surprised by how much legs <laughs> this had. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and by this, I mean Brendan. <laughs> well, we are, of course, ostensibly a sports show. So not only is this news, it's sports news from our perspective, because uh, I really feel like you just you know, took a peek at uh, the ESPN body issue and decided that uh, you don't need to be a chiseled athlete to take over-the-top, ridiculously melodramatic nude photos like that. You can just be... Uh, some schlubby dude like the all of us average Joes, right? Is, would you say that's fair? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's why it's um, been so popular is because I'm so average. I think if I was a, a hot guy with a six-pack, I mean, no one would have cared. There would have been a couple chicks just masturbating to it, and that would have been that would have been the end of it. But because I'm just this hairy fat guy, it's. <laughs> There's, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more than a couple chicks masturbating to it now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you, you, do you feel like there are, there are probably some women that are masturbating to photos of you? Do you know what? Looking at some of the comments, like that's for sure true. Some dudes as well. I mean, oh I, yeah, probably some dudes for sure. There was a, a comment from a dude that said, "Hey, Mr. Lumberjack, show us your wood." <laughs> they were wow, talk, they were talking okay. about your penis, right? <laughs> um. Well, I'm not sure because uh, there were some trees in the background in some of the shots, so maybe they wanted me to take an axe and chop the tree down. Um, but it could have been my penis now that I think about it. Now, does it does it bother you that very likely your wife has never masturbated to these photos, but a bunch of strangers have? Oh, yeah. I mean, she hasn't had a chance to. And, you know, thinking about it now... She probably won't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she liked them, but I can't imagine just walking into the bedroom, seeing her like huddled up under a blanket with a book, and so, oh man, now I'm sad. <laughs> well, you you mentioned uh, that you've done a lot of press this week. I was reading uh, the interview that you did with uh, CBC out in Victoria there. And uh, they mentioned that you were quite upset that somebody had reported the photos on Facebook and they got taken down. Um, not because, uh, you know, you had to repost them, but because you were really sad that the view count got uh, restarted. Oh, man. Were you meticulously monitoring how many people had viewed your butt? It had, it had gotten out of control. I mean, I know you guys have uh, have made a few popular tweets in your day, and you know when you just watch it, watch the points rack up. Um, that's what I was doing. I'm like, I'm never going to have a time in my life where I have anything on the internet that's even close to being this popular. You got to be so, Stefan for a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was my, my, my boring attack life for, for 24 hours. 
so uh, sweet boring yeah, this, to see it just but... taken away from me like that was uh it was disappointing i wasn't uh outrage i think was a term that the news decided <laughs> i wasn't running around <laughs> slamming doors and punching holes in the wall <laughs> Well, anything if, like that. if you're going to do that, you may as well, while the cameras are in your house and rolling, right? Just put on a show for the people. Actually, the, the lady from CBC called me up before the show to get some info on the latest views and shares. And I told her that someone had reported it and, and Facebook took it down. And she, on the phone, she goes, yes! Oh, sorry. Uh, that just makes for a better show. <laughs> 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 well, does, does Facebook give you any sort of indication as to why this came down? Uh, like what the complaint was specifically? It, it was There was a picture where I'm in the bathtub and I'm covering up myself with my hand. And you can't see anything, but it's, you know, like I saw someone say that there was probably a homophobic, bi-curious guy who got a bulge in his pants and didn't know what to do, so he had to report it. <laughs> Well, I know the exact photo to, to which you're referring. I've seen it many times. I've got it in front of me right now. Actually. <laughs> You've seen it many times, Justin? Yeah, I was screaming with laughter when I first saw these on Facebook the other day. Screaming with laughter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and how did your wife react to the whole thing? Uh, she just liked it. I thought she was going to be screaming with laughter. I mean, that was the anticipated reaction. But she... She almost had tears in her eyes, like it was this beautiful gesture. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, but it was touching as well. Almost, were you a little disappointed not to get the laugh you were looking for? Not, not disappointed. It was just surprised. It was a, a, a reaction that I hadn't even thought about. <laughs> some room for some real romance coming out of these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of you ironically wearing a, a skin-tight Amour shirt <laughs> sprawled out on a bed. It's too bad this isn't a video call, because I think I've got it somewhere in the closet. <laughs> I was going to say, where did you get that from? I went, to, I went to Walmart before the shoot and just scoured the women's section. <laughs> and I saw the shirt that said Amour on it. I'm like, oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you saw, but you're on the ladbible.com, which is like, uh, it's the Bible, but for lads, essentially. And uh, there's some great comments on here. It's like a British version of, uh, you know, well, it's, bro it, Bible. It's a, yeah, bro Bible, but yeah, yeah. lads, because I guess that's a British a thing. A British thing, yeah. Uh, so here are my two favorite comments. Uh, one is proper lad, and they're, they're referring <laughs> to you. And then this is the best one, uh, and it's from Sandra Dean from uh, Norfolk. And she says, bless his furry little bum. <laughs> I uh, I was scrolling through the comments on the Lad Bible today, and I saw one guy said, "Well, I tasted my breakfast twice, but fair play to him." Nice. So the guy the guy throws up, and he still says, "Hey." Did nice you uh, did you consider shaving your ass? Uh, no, not at all. Actually, people my whole life since I started since I knew I had a hairy ass and started showing it off. Um, have always asked me if I'm going to shave it or wax it. So I was part of this beauty pageant a few years ago, and uh, one of my, for my talent, I got my ass waxed up on stage. So, oh so that God. happened, but um, for this shoot 
specifically, no, I didn't. I didn't think about it. You would think if anything was going to go viral, it would be that, right? And not this. Uh, <laughs> a live ass waxing. Yeah, what kind of beauty pageant is this where not only you are in it, but you're getting your ass waxed on stage? Well, there's this... Um, in Lake Cowichan, they have lake days in the summertime. On, it's on the island. And they have this Lady of the Lake pageant, which is high school girls, and they they go through their pageant. And so we're, we're there about four or five years ago drinking, and we're like, you know what, this is bullshit. We need to have a real Lady of the Lake pageant that's guys only. So we got my friend's mom to host it at her place. She's got this big deck, and we got a bunch of guys in it. We had a swimsuit swimsuit section, a, a shotgunning beer contest, and a talent contest. And nice. my wife even made a sash. <laughs> did you Did you win? No, I've I've gone in it. I've entered it twice, and I haven't won or even got Miss Congeniality either of the years. It's so I'm so you wax your ass for nothing, basically. Well, I, I hope you don't mind me saying, but it sounds less like a Lady of the Lake competition and more like a Swamp Thing competition. <laughs> you know, that's that's a fair comment. <laughs> uh, well, this uh, you know has a bit of a sports tie also, as you are uh, an athlete yourself, Brendan. You uh, self-identify as a pro golf player. Is that true? Yeah, that's accurate. I mean, I, I sometimes say non-amateur because uh, I'm not making my living playing golf, but I do have aspirations to play on the PGA Tour. And so you think the virality of this uh, great content is going to get you the notice of the PGA that you've so desperately been looking for? Well, it's a meritocracy, right? I mean, I've got to perform and get there. But I think once I do get there, this could uh, open up perhaps a few modeling doors for me and I can make a little extra money on the side. Well, I'm surprised that the photos were reported at all in the first place because uh, with the amount of hair on that body, it really did look like you may as well have been wearing pants. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, you're not the first guy to say that. You're like, well, at least you're staying warm in the winter with that fuzzy sweater. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brendan, you probably have a, a busy day of, uh, of more interviews lined up. You're going to be on uh, on CNN and BBC later this afternoon, I'm, I'm sure. So uh, we won't keep you for too much longer here. But uh, do want to appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to call in to Real Good Show. Thanks for having me, fellas. Great to be here. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah, thanks, Brendan. That was a lot of fun. See you guys. Bye, buddy. Bye. Okay, did you use the word virality in that interview? <laughs> Is that even a word? Yeah, I think Yeah, so. but I think it's usually about like being like sick. Virality? Yeah. I don't I think you're thinking of virility. No, which virality is good, a word. How it's how viral your, it is. How yeah. good your dick goes. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, it's definitely a word though. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Virality. But you know, thanks, wow. Brendan, for coming on the show. Wow, you're right. And if you haven't seen the pictures, just look them up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post them. We'll yeah. A link on our Twitter this yeah. week. And uh, mm. we'll, we will have a website very soon, too. We, yes. So that's coming together. Is this a new word? I wonder if this is like a new word. Because it is related to like viral videos. Thanks, teacher. No, I, it's great. No, you're, you're teaching me. Today, the student has become the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was teaching us, but it turns out and that you were teaching we were me. teaching him. Because yeah. because the definition does pertain to viral videos, so it must be a new must be a new word. 
Yeah. The tendency of an image, video, or piece of information to be circulated rapidly and widely from one internet user to another. The quality or fact of being viral. There you go. I like it. It's a word. I think it'd be great to describe like it's also the, the amount of like herpes you have. Like my virality right now is hot. That's what off I thought of chain, meant, but yeah, yeah, it's off the chain. I'm, I, if we have sex, you will also be viral. It's the further memification of the uh, English language, right there. Um, actually, it's pronounced memification. This is a fun episode today. Yeah, it's nice to be back. We haven't talked about we kind of talked about sports a little bit. Yeah, well, Brendan's a golfer or whatever. Is that even real? Yeah, he golfs. Okay, but like he has like what? Like is he actually like he's pretty good? He's like a scratch golfer. golfer? Yeah, Yeah, he's really good at poker too. Okay, and we could have talked about that. That's like sort of a sport also. Okay, but you know, really, yeah, we brought him on to talk about. I mean, I would hope if he made this book for his wife, he would get to poker. So (laughs) glad you saved that for after he got off the phone. I'm sure he was glad about that. It's too. all A1 winners. This is what you guys missed last week. Just a bunch of just a bunch of A1s right in a row. <laughs> That's what I call a really good joke in A1. <sighs> well, we could talk about sports because you weren't yep. here last week, Let's John, to hear me go off on a on no. A but it was good. It was nice. Yeah, I listened to the episode and uh, it was uh, it was good. I mean, you guys talked about the Canucks. A lot, but um, but no, but yeah, your rant was well was well founded, and really, I think had a huge impact in well, it's in the real, John Scott being reinstated to the All Star. It's game. the bump. Uh, it's yeah. the bump in action. Look what happened. Absolutely, it could not be uh, further evidence that the real good show bump is a very real thing. Yeah. Yep. And not just the product of our uh, you know egocentrism. It's definitely <laughs> it's a real very thing. real. Yeah. Um, and of course, on Monday after the NHL just took a beating all weekend long over this John Scott thing, uh, they decided to uh, announce that uh, John Scott will get to play in the All Star game after all. So you're welcome. I feel like I had a role to yeah, play in that. Absolutely, for sure. You're welcome to the fans, of course, who desperately want to see him. But more, most of all. John Scott, you're you're welcome. I'm glad yeah. I could play. A He'll part. enjoy his ninety thousand dollars. You know what jersey he's wearing too? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a black jersey. Yeah, they're not even like... giving him an Arizona jersey because yeah. he doesn't play for the team anymore, and he can't wear a St. John's Ice Cap well, the, jersey because it's a different league. There is a precedent for players who got traded still repping their team that they got traded from yes. in the All Star game. Um, so there was some confusion as far as what was going to happen. I personally would have preferred him to wear the St. John yeah, Ice Cap. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But it's like a different league, I guess, yeah. right? So but like would... to rep the AHL in be kind the of like NHL rubbing All-Star in their face would yeah. be just spectacular, I think. I was really hoping that, that would be the case. But yeah, he's wearing a uh, like uh, one of those glow in the dark no no team logo jerseys. He's a he's a free agent out there. Yeah. Uh, but he gets to play. And yeah, that, that's it's a feel good story. That's in nice. The end. Yeah. They really He's also going to be wearing a helmet marked Dunce. Yeah. They <laughs> they really fucked this thing up though, the league. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. The NHL has proven time and again that they don't have the finger on their pulse of anything. Of or the pulse, I should say. And like they just make so many questionable decisions to tarnish the reputation of the league, you know. So I agree, but well, they the keep they keep digging their own grave too, right? Yeah, like it's just it just gets worse and worse and worse, and like even bringing Scott, like they should have really, they should have just stood by it and said, no, he's not playing. Yeah, because now they look like totally idiots. Weak. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing the NFL exists just so that the NHL doesn't look like the worst run professional sports. <laughs> yeah, <team. laughs> like that's really kind of Roger Goodell and the NFL to exist just so that. 
that can take place. Somebody else is just a hair's breadth more incompetent. Yeah, exactly. And and also, you know, you're dealing in the NFL with like uh with like murder um and uh and 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 people having um like uh you know, post concussion uh syndrome uh years after they play the game. Uh, whereas in the NHL, it's just a matter of whether or not one bum gets to play in a meaningless so he's, hockey game. He's probably going to have some concussion and brain issues long after his playing. Well, the good part too. for John Scott is that he's six nine, so I don't think he really got hit that often when he fought. True. Yeah. Yeah. And he's pretty strong, so he, he did most of the strong, punching dude. himself. Yeah, I think so. Unlike God, uh, he's so bad at hockey. Dude. Unlike Brian McGratton, who took a, a real oh, hard God. fall this yeah. week, and then annihilated Damian Cox Just on Twitter. Him, yeah, that it was, was amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, it was so good. Um, because Damian called him uh, like suicidal. Su- suicidal. Yeah, it's a great word to throw around. Um, I think if you're a mainstream media, yeah, talking journalist. about NHL enforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really uh, you know. Very sensitive to the fact that, oh, I don't know, like four years ago, a bunch of those dudes did kill themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah thanks a lot, Damien. We really appreciate yeah. you going out of your way. Doing to, lots uh, of good work out there. To reference that. Also, he looks like a penis. <laughs> well, it's the last name. I mentioned that, that on the yeah. show last week, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just further agreeing with you. But, you know, the, the John Scott thing really surprised me after we uh, talked about it on the show. Um, because, like, over the weekend, it seemed to really take off. I saw a lot of, like, you know, people that I follow in, like, the alt comedy scene who were, like, tweeting about it. Who aren't hockey fans. Who are not hockey yeah. fans at all. Uh, like, even, like, Michael Ian Black was tweeting yeah. about, like, what a ridiculous thing this was and how just offhandedly cruel it was. Well, I think what pushed it over the edge him. for people was the T-shirts that he made for his teammates. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. It was Whereas, adorable. Like, Thank you for voting me, like, the all-star of your heart or whatever it's yeah. said, basically. And, it and just did, that didn't even seem like it was real. No. Like, it just <laughs> couldn't even... Yeah, it just didn't even seem like that would be real. And to be fair, like a nice gesture from John Scott, because there probably are people on the team who are thinking like we only get one representative at the All-Star game and it's going to be like our worst player as a joke, you know, like it's so it was good of him to do that. I'm just I'll say one thing about this John Scott thing. I am so upset with how much I've had to defend him recently because I fucking hate that guy. Honestly, he's a brutal hockey player. He's been suspended a million times. He's fucking useless. This is just you being still mad about him taking a run. At no, Castle that's Bell. only part of it. Well, that's like a big part of it. OK, but here's the thing. <laughs> I know you guys are waiting for that. Uh, I used uh, to say that all the time on the show too. My big you? one is also one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah say you're one hundred percent. And you time. always do this when you yeah. do it. You lean back in your chair and just put my arms spread, up. put your arms up. A hundred percent. But yeah, no, it is partly the Kessel thing. But I didn't like him even before that. He's a dirty player. He always has been. Um, I don't respect him as a player. He seems like a fine sort of guy off the ice, but as a player. I do not respect him. I wish it wasn't him. But at the same time, I appreciate everything that he's been through. So it's just this weird situation where I keep having to, f- to defend someone that I don't like. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, you, you've defended the Vancouver Canucks a few times. Yeah, this I know. Worse. This has been a really weird season yeah. for me. I've had to defend the Canucks, specifically the Sedins. Yeah. Uh, I've had to defend them. I've well, had who to do- de- who's attacking the Sedins at this point other than like Denny Buffett? Everyone, though. Like, really, it seems like... The Sedins have been kind of 
attack their whole career, basically, I think is the whole yeah, thing. People are idiots. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help that they came in the league wearing those like igloos for helmets. And like doing like photos of them like <laughs> pressing their nose against each other or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't great. Great photos. Yeah, actually. hilarious yeah, photos. Yeah. yeah. Looking back. Yeah, looking back. Phenomenal. But, but at the time, definitely uh, fueled the fire of people being like, mm, these guys are freaking not real men. They don't play the game the way they're supposed to be played. This is stupid. Why did we use our high picks to draft these guys? I love your like angry <laughs> hockey fan impression. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm really dumb and I get mad about everything. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about dumb people... They they say that they're really dumb <laughs> all the time. That's like they're ma- th- I'm really dumb. <laughs> that's, what and, uh, <laughs> that's what makes it such a good impression. Yeah, exactly. It's so accurate. Speaking of the Sedins, though, uh, of course, the Canucks found themselves in some hot water this week because uh, John Garrett wrote his... Because they stayed at a hotel with a nice hot tub? Weekly column. I don't know if it's weekly uh, for Canucks.com. <laughs> Week like W-E-A-K? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly a, that's that. Good. No, John Garrett's great. Yeah, well, his food whose food recommendations are top notch. Craft dinner. Yeah. It's yeah. just all like anything that you can melt cheese on. John Garrett's all about it. Yeah, well, and aren't we all really? Even like the, even when they do like cleaning products and stuff, it sounds like he still eats the cleaning products. Yeah, Mister Clean. Mm. But he he wrote about for Canucks.com this week the fact that. Uh, uh, you know he's he's been involved in hockey for for decades now, four decades, and uh, he, he's never seen a set of star players get so little like preferential treatment from the officials in terms of just uh, you know the guys can just take liberties on them and and nothing seems to happen. It's not uh, there's no referees looking out for them the way they would say a Sidney Crosby, which I think is a fair thing to point out. Yeah, but you know I don't think that's specific to the Sedins. I think there's a lot of star players who maybe don't get looked after the way they should. Yeah, I don't think it, the NHL's always had a problem with protecting their star players, I think. I think it's just more the NHL's incompetent. It's not like a specific like, oh, they're they're out to get so and so. Yeah, I don't think they're out to get they're them. Just I just bad. don't think they they've never really adopted that culture of protecting their stars like the NBA or the NFL. Uh, yeah. Um cuz like even if you stay within just looking at Canucks history, I don't think there's anything different about the way the Sedins get treated by the officials than like Marcus Naslin did. Well, yeah, like at the, the dude's career ended by having his like, you know, brain and elbow scrambled by Steve Moore basically. So, not ended, but he was never the same after that. Yeah. So, and that's kind of an awkward thing to talk about because <laughs> of what came uh, next. I forgot result. what happened after that. Yeah. Actually. Well, let's not talk about it. But regardless. Yeah, I forgot. You know. Um, no Ga- idea. Garrett says, I've played with and had the good fortune of broadcast games involving great players. I've played with Gordie Howe, Bobby Hull, Dave Keon, Guy Lafleur. Larry well, Robinson. sat on the bench. Daryl Sittler, Ron Francis, Dale Hunter, Michelle Goulet. Peter Stastny, Stan Smeal, Richard Brodeur, and Thomas Gradine. I've been a broadcaster for more than 20 years and have seen stars like Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Steve Eiserman, Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Taves, Patrice Bergeron, and Anze Kopitar, and how they are treated. They were and are stars and were treated like stars. I don't want to sound like a whiner. 
I don't want to sound like Oliver Stone and that there is a conspiracy to treat the Canucks like second-class citizens, but hear me out. And he <laughs> continues to make uh, the case all these times that Henrik and Daniel have had uh, extreme liberties taken against them to uh, no call whatsoever from the officials. Um, it's funny, though, that he says, I don't want to say that there's a conspiracy because the headline that this went <laughs> up on as a tweet from the Canucks' <laughs> own social media account was basically... Is there a conspiracy <laughs> against the Sedin twins? Which it's always good when you are an official account of an NHL team and you're putting that sort of thing out there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not hard enough to be a Canucks fan this season. We definitely need to put up with that. Whoever runs the Canucks social media account hates Canucks fans. <laughs> I'm convinced of it. And themselves, probably. Well, they yeah. run the Canucks social media. <laughs> That's so what I mean. Yeah. To deal with me <laughs> and like idiots. I mean, not that I'm not an idiot. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, but you're like an you're like a smart idiot. Yeah, like idiots with the wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it's just uh, just another one of those things that we have to deal with this season because uh, the Canucks are also right now, uh, it's been talked about this week, a historically bad possession team. Uh, as far as, like, Corsi 4 goes, they yeah. are just in the absolute toilet on the level of, like, a lot of the Edmonton Oilers teams or like from, Buffalo the, from the last, like, three yeah. years. Buffalo also. And yet, they just keep winning. Yeah. yeah. It's really annoying. They're they in the suck. they're in the playoffs right now. There's yeah. always one team that completely goes against what analytics tell us <sighs> that just seem to have like uh, you know pie in the sky PDO and it doesn't come back to earth. Now it's still a long season. They could come back crashing down. I really hope they do to where they belong. Oh my God, I really because hope they, they do. just keep finding a way to win game after game. It's horrible. And uh, you know, not just be in the playoffs, but uh, I think they were leading the Pacific Division at one point this week. Is that true? No, no. I think no, LA is like, LA is like substantially ahead. far yeah. ahead. Yeah, but yeah. but at least in second, I'm they're second. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they were second. In second. Yeah. They were I think they're second, third yeah. now. And now, San Jose passed. Of course, the big thing that people are mad about, not just the fact that the team can't lose properly and, and actually accumulate a, a high draft pick that would help them. The Kings are currently 10 points ahead of San Jose and Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, San Jose has four more wins than Vancouver, who have 11 <laughs> overtime losses. Uh, they're going for the record. God damn it. Um, yeah. They're 20, 17, and 11. And San Jose is 24, 18, and 3. And somehow they have the same number. Oh, San Jose also has three games in hand. I was like, that's the San Jose record sounds a lot better than the Vancouver <laughs> one. But that's why. <clears throat> anyway, continue. They, uh, you know, the other thing is... Um, I can't, Brandon Prust. Yeah, exactly. The thing that people are really mad about this week is Brandon Prust, which, Stefan, I have to say, I didn't know that they weren't uh, tops in the division because I thought we'd mentioned that last we week. But that must have been wrong. Um, well, we can make fun of Brandon Prust here. The reason yeah, that I didn't know that is because I've worked through a bunch of the games lately. I've yeah. had to work. I haven't been able to watch them. You haven't them. missed much. So I haven't been able to see with my own eyes exactly what has transpired to make Brandon Prust so hated as he is well, right now. He's been worse on the ice than usual, but also... He's the, just as bad as the, always. The Rangers game, uh, he was apparently scratched before the game, and Vertanen was supposed to play. And then Prust complained... And was put back into the game and then did absolutely nothing. Yeah, he said he was going to be real fired up to play his former team. Yeah, but he's played them before with Montreal. Yeah. I don't see what the big deal that's is. It's a, a long time ago now. Yeah, he was, it was in like New York four Ranger. years ago. Yeah, so obviously that doesn't matter. Yeah. I guess it does to him. But, like, but who cares what Brandon But did it really Prust matter thinks? to him? No, because he played, he played like the played worst like game of the year. Yeah. 
but that's the thing. The big announcement I wanted to make is I think we're moving on uh, from Lucas Pisa as our Canucks whipping boy. We haven't done the Lucas Pisa would do of the week no. in a few weeks now. No, and uh, I think that's because, uh, and I've been convinced of this. Pisa is a nice guy. Great he guy. You know, he's 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 funny. He kind of he's he's self aware. He knows the situation he's in. He signed a contract that any one of us would sign, obviously. Yes. Uh, and it's not his fault. You know, he's trying his best. And yes, he's annoying. But he's a nice guy, and I think we should stop crapping on him. So and he's much. also not even close to being the worst defenseman on the Canucks no, right now. No, no. So. But but you know, you guys have been just crapping on him all year. I've been trying to defend him, <laughs> and I think it's it's just time we grow up. It's you know, like let's, that, let's, is it? Let's be mature. Yeah. No, that's exactly that's how it is. Let's, we're that's not how it gonna, is. We're not going to talk about this anymore. It's all you and me, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, our, it's yeah. all our fault. We yeah. really led the charge on that yeah. one. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just You're saying, driving the bus, Justin, yeah. okay? It's always the bus driver's <laughs> fault. Without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. Ipso facto, you hate Lucas Beezus. But our new hockey whipping boy is Brandon Prust. Brandon Prust. He, who can you trust? Not Brandon Prust. He just seems kind of like a dick off the ice. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of him. He's, well, he has his own clothing line already. It's always a like bad that. sign, yeah. It's never a good sign, yeah. Like, who's buying a shirt that's like, Prust Fighters Unlimited, or whatever the fuck it's <laughs> well, called? Well, idiots. Yeah, idiot. Yeah. Prust Fight Club. Yeah, he actually sells those shirts. Yeah, it's I know. the stupidest it's thing I've ever seen. Loser. And the thing is, I don't know if we're going to do a Prust Would Do of the Week, because... Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That was a nice little uh, musical interlude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to just throw in some tunes. That was the Prust Would Do of the Week. Thing, so. Yeah, exactly. But we're not doing the Prust Would Do of the Week, because... <laughs> He's going to be off the team by the trade deadline. That's what everyone said. Or next week. Or next even. week, if someone will take him. Yeah, which uh, no one probably will. Well, Montreal fans actually miss him, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, yeah. well you know, there's, well, Montreal sucks their season's right now, gone so. wrong in a, in a couple yeah. other yeah, ways. Yeah, if, if you're too, missing right? Brandon Prost, I... <laughs> yeah, okay. it's not very they good. They traded Zach Cassian away, and now he's rising uh, up, with Edmonton. up the charts. Yeah, like he's a hit single it, it, with the That's Oilers. Right. He's yeah. rising up the charts. The the deep descent of uh, Brandon Bust into uh, you know Vancouver whipping boy status is coinciding perfectly with the rise of Zach Cassian, Edmonton folk hero. It's wonderful. Which took like one game yeah. for the for, for the fan base that hated him most to be like, oh, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> well, and I obviously support Zach Cassian because, like me, he doesn't drink. So uh, just a great. Obviously, role model for everyone out there, and um, yeah, just really enjoy his performances so far. Well, let's move on from the NHL right now to the world of the NBA, where a big the story Inba. broke yesterday uh, in the late afternoon, that Friday afternoon dumping ground, yep, absolutely. just like it's John Scott got last big. week. It's good that we've been recording later uh, in the week than we usually do these last few days, because we would miss these things, if yeah. not. Uh, the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, David Blatt. Gets fired out of the blue. After going like 84 and 36 in, in a season and a half at the helm. He's the reigning coach of the month in the NBA yeah. right now. Well, Justin, you were saying it's because they got smoked by Golden State. Yeah. Didn't they lose by like 40 points or something? Uh, it was like 36. They were trailing by about 50 at one point uh, in that game, though. That's bad. It was like the biggest deficit that they had ever had with all three of their <laughs> top stars in the lineup. It's not great. And that's the team that they're probably going to meet in the NBA final again this year. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a bad sign. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, if the Canucks played the Bruins again in like 2012 and lost like 18 nothing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. and then exactly. just fired Vigneault the next day. So, 
Well done, but apparently, reading uh, the piece that Wadge wrote for Yahoo, which is a great piece, definitely check it out, uh, about how uh, he never really stood a chance with LeBron James, because LeBron is, like, running the Cavaliers. Yeah, he's like the GM. Well, my favorite tweet that came out was uh, Brian Windhorst from ESPN, who said, LeBron James was informed of the decision to fire David Blatt today. Uh, He was not consulted on decision, sources said. Yeah. Which is like, okay, so they were like, oh, we're, hey, we're going to fire the coach. Do you have anything to say about that? Oh, well, he didn't whatever. need to be consulted because yeah, he'd normally made his you're feelings not consulted known. at your own firing, yeah. generally speaking. He'd made his feelings known well in advance. Yeah. He'd basically been lobbying uh, ownership for, you know, the better part well, of the last year and a half. didn't listen to him, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you saw it on full display in the NBA final last year, them just completely, like, cutting the coach out of yeah. the huddle. Like, throwing his drawn-up plays away. LeBron was essentially coaching the team himself. Yeah. Which is understandable when you have Della Vadova on your team in the NBA Finals. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we will see. Because, uh, you know, speaking of uh, clips of the week, we have one coming up right now. But the guy that LeBron really wanted to install as his new head coach in Cleveland was, uh, of course, our man Stephen A. Smith's best friend, Mark Jackson. I thought you were going to say Kevin Durant. No. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant's retiring. He's announced yeah. his retirement, yeah. and he's going to cl- coach the Cavaliers. But you were, like, jokingly calling him because St- Stephen A. Smith threatened to murder him. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Mark Jackson actually, actually is like, his friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yes. Mark Jackson. Wait, you know, did he actually want Mark Jackson? Yeah, he joke. did. He did. That's not real. Even, and, yeah, no. Wadge said, like, you know, there were enough people in Cleveland who knew, like, how poisonous the Jackson era in Golden State <laughs> really was. And were like, absolutely not. We are never going to do that. So Ty Lue was uh, the compromise coaching choice there. Uh, but we, we really moved into the NBA because it is the home of our clip of the week this week, and what a clip it is. We've talked so much about the NHL All-Star game. NBA All-Star starters were announced this week, which I'm really happy about because it first and foremost means that all of those tweets are going to stop showing up in my timeline all day, every day. Not just him, but like I follow some team accounts. Because I like some teams oh, yeah. in the NBA, and they're just like retweet if you think this guy should be in the All Star game. Because they do tweet votes, retweets count as a vote. Tweeting support Wait, for a, a, a guy retweet counts, counts as, a, as vote. a vote. Yes. Oh my god. So it just never stopped yeah, just for snow- the entire snowballs. time that they were tabulating All Star votes. It's just like on Twitter all the time. Vote for this guy, please, please, RT. For DeAndre Jordan to go to the All Star game, and the game's in Toronto this year. It too, is which is pretty cool. It is, and uh, lucky for them, Kyle Lowry was one of the starters there named this week. Uh, Demar Derozan will probably be playing in the game also, yeah. but he was not named a starter. Uh, and speaking of the Raptors, they were in London last week uh, to play in one of those overseas game, the NBA Global Games. And uh, Demar talked about the fact that he had been uh, over to London to play one of these international games twice before. And he had yet to pick up a victory in London and was hoping that the third time would be the charm. The third time? The fourth time? Well, we'll find out in this week's Clip of the Week. We can, I'm trying to walk out of here one and one and three, honestly. You play three games? This will be our, my third game here. So one and two. <laughs> you know I, No, I don't. No, wait. If you play two games yeah. and you add one, that That's means three games. Yeah, but you said yeah. one and three. 
If we win. One, four, three. One, four, three. One, four, three? Or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One, four, three. Oh, one, four, three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. <laughs> I ain't even go to college that long. <laughs> Can we have that last line and just like put that into our show that every is, so often? Yeah. That is Kyle Lowry correcting his math mistake there. Uh, DeRozan not quite sure whether he meant one, four, three, or one and three. Uh, but I do love that right at the end. Let's hear it again. I ain't even go to college that That's beautiful. I barely even went to USC, man. Give me a break. <laughs> but SB Nation gave it the headline, Kyle Lowry corrects DeMar DeRozan like he's a Twitter user who saw a grammar mistake, which is basically a perfect headline. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I loved it. And just the look on Kyle Lowry's face, too. Like, he's just... He's loving it. He he's sees in... his spot, and yeah. he's just going in. He yeah. saw his opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love my favorite part of that is, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's going to be uh, yeah. a potential clip of the year. Yeah, I, that's, that's right going to be hard to beat yeah. as the year goes on. But I think uh, we say that about every clip, but I do mean it about this. Absolutely. One. Uh, we didn't do this last week, Stefan, but uh, do we have anything for the – to taffer tracker not really unfortunately i mean there was the beautiful drawing yes which we can't really like sh- we'll be showing off well, shortly soon yes. but i don't know if that qualifies for like a taffer track we can just play the theme song yeah and be like someone drew a picture of john taffer yeah. well let's do that okay he's just a common man you get a ten dollar raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass how do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend I'm sick if you yell at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. He's I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Uh, so someone, a friend of the show, drew a picture of John Taffer. Yeah, our our, our uh, artist that we have yeah. working with our us show now, artist uh, doing some some branding. Our shard, damn it, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> doing, doing some branding for us. Very happy to have her on board. I beat you to the punchline. I'm really upset. Right Even better that she's a listener of the program yeah. too. I would rather work with a listener than some random person who doesn't know what we're all about here. Of course. Yeah. So uh, what are we all about? <laughs> I don't really know. I'm gonna look at the art that she sends me. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we'll figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a great drawing. It'll be of like Sean one Taffer. of those magic eye books where yeah. we just try and look and see what we can figure out. Yeah. So, Caitlin, welcome to the Real Good Show family this week. You're thank you. You're part of our broader network, and yeah. we're happy to have you working with us. Real Good Show, Shardist. <laughs> I wanted to say it. I yeah, it's fine. No, you say can it. say it. I know you coined the phrase. But yeah. I we technically coined it at the same time. Like I was in the process. That's of not coining what I it. remember. I was coining it. I remember. <laughs> all I remember <laughs> is that I was coining it. You saw me coining it, and Whatever. then you coined it out of. Just call me the Franklin Mint because I coined it. I'm not gonna call you the Franklin Mint. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh. It's awesome. That's my new nickname. If I'm the bus driver, I'm stopping the bus right now and asking you to get off. <laughs> I'm gone. Good night. Fine. Uh, but we will go from there into the Twitter mailbag. It's letter time. It's letter time. Do 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 It's letter time. It's it's. It's what that am I time. reading? What am I reading? Next question. 
bam, bam, We're keeping that in. No question. <laughs> Who needs the theme song? That was great. Our Who question, needs Jerky 21 when our, you got my pipes? Here's our first question of the, of the mailbag. It comes to us from Brooke Halverson. Who says, what is your definition of bright and early? Because we said we were recording bright and early this week. And is we my got girlfriend going, throwing shade I think show. so. We got going at about 10 a.m. Well, so. there's shade because it's bright and early. Hey. Yeah, ah. yeah well, she gets up early and likes to rub it in my face that I don't like to get up early. Well, I think so. for a podcast, like 10 a.m. on a Saturday, that's early. That's pretty early. For a yeah. Considering we're def- we usually record like, like We were midnight. talking about having a guest this week, and it was almost embarrassing to ask him to record at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, it's like fucked up. Yeah. That's not a Do you have anything for time. the mailbag, Stefan? Uh, we do have a question from uh, guest host, Holgranya. Okay. And she says, MFK, which I believe stands for uh, Mary uh, F word, kill. Fudge. Fuck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but. Uh, well, I was just trying to make sure that we were all on the same page. Mary fuck, kill, Spiza, Prust, Barkowski. So it's a Canucks question, which I know John loves. Uh, Mary I'm, Spiza. I'm marrying Spiza, obviously. Definitely. Nice Great guy. guy. We love him here on the show. F yep. Bartkowski. He's young, and maybe we would fuck some good play into him <laughs> and then kill Prust. Uh, yeah. I'm going to switch those. Yeah? You're yeah. going to F Prust? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a decent-looking man, right? Okay. Well, so oh, Bart- so it's about looks Have you seen you. Bartkowski's okay. mustache? No. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. It's a, it's a decent mustache. Well, Bartkowski yeah. is, like, one of the worst defensemen in the entire NHL right now. It doesn't matter. Even lower on the chart than Spisa. Biega is up there too. Well, what is as, Prust? As far as like possession yeah, exactly. numbers go. Yeah, probably not great either yeah. as a I'm forward. pretty sure girls at the Roxy don't uh, turn down Bartkowski because he's got a bad corsi. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd love to have sex with you, but did you but see your corsi your four? four? It's horrible. <laughs> I yeah, what about quality of competition though? Get I mean, if here. you were Bo Horvat, I would be all over you, but... Well, we're talking about Canuck defensemen with low Corsi oh, 4 ratings. On. Let's stop talking Alex about Alex Biega is high on that chart also. The, we have three of the worst but 60 Biega's, men in the entire Biega's league. Biega's fun to watch, though. Yeah, I He's just loved, I loved Pierre Maguire going on Vancouver Radio yesterday and, and feeling the need to clarify that, you know, Alex Biega is not <sighs> a top-pairing defenseman. He's not a number one or a number two guy. Gee, thanks, Pierre. I couldn't tell. Thanks for really clarifying that. We got a question here from Cameron Reed, and he asks, uh, this is directed at me, why aren't any of your followers' sports questions funny? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question, I guess, because only idiots it's, follow it's you. It's the yeah. exception that proves the rule. Also. It's a funny question yeah. right there. there. We do get some funny questions yeah. from my followers. Cameron yeah. Reed, of course, Babe Rainbow. Yep. So... Yeah. Check out his music career. Uh, we also do get questions that are like, "What are sports?" And you know, it's a classic. Yeah, we well, we, uh, we did we answered answer that at Christmas. It, so we idiot. still we still get those questions. Yeah, well, it's just because people don't listen, listen to the show. To the yeah. show. <laughs> Dummies. Uh, question here from Steve Mallinson, who writes: Is this guy a lock for the official MLS player of Real Good Show? Uh, it's a gentleman named Colin Bonner, who was drafted by FC Dallas during the Super Draft this week. And the reason that I believe uh, that Steve is bringing him to our attention is because on his like player bio photo of him like flipping a ball in the air, it lists his Instagram handle, which is Raging Bonner. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's pretty great, yeah. Um, I, ca- I personally can't have an official MLS player that's not on the Whitecaps, but if... There was a second place. Raging Bonner would be up there, although he was also drafted in like the third round of the Super Draft. So if he actually plays a game in the MLS, then 
he'll be doing well. And yeah. uh, I am up for some jobs with some uh, MLS teams right now, so I don't want to pick an official player until I know with whether or not MLS I got some MLS teams? Them. You're up for a job with some MLS yeah, yeah, yeah. teams. Yeah, Which okay. ones? It's indeterminate. Yeah. Which Chief ones? Ass. Yeah, yeah. Chief Ass USA? Yeah. They really want me to uh, to bring my talents down to um, the Home Depot Center. <laughs> Chief Ass folded a year and a half ago. <laughs> no, but Justin's bringing him back, though. <laughs> Uh, we, we got a we got a great question here. It's a lot from of MLS knowledge. I hope in the interview they didn't ask you about that. Can you name three other MLS franchises? <laughs> well, I went uh, to I uh, went to the 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 game that the Whitecaps won. The first road game that they ever won in franchise history. Yeah, was against Chivas USA, and I was there. Oh, at really? That game. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that was when you were living in LA. Yeah. Okay, nice. Right on. Yeah, I was one of the two hundred people in the audience yep, for, that, go. Yeah. for that game. Good times. Uh, we got a good question here from Oguchi Emanuel. And he says, learn how to make $1,000 daily at home. Visit bit.ly, uh, bank free cash 24-7 to bank the cash now. Oh, uh, So I'm checking out that website, right? Actually, I'm not going to click on that link. Does that it's link go to patreon.com slash realgoodshow? Well, it should. I'm not actually going to click on this. No, I'd probably be good, yeah. yeah. Question here from a uh, friend of the show, Zach Goodman, who writes, appropriate, given that we had Brendan on earlier. Top three male athletes you'd like to see do boudoir photos. Well, number one. Brendan. Brendan. I mean, we yeah. have seen him. And he already did it. Yeah. Uh, Top I'm, three athletes. Hmm. I, I'm like, the f- there's of course a lot of guys who uh, are extremely good looking that you could choose. I personally am going to go with uh, Bartolo Colon. Yep. Oh, that's yes. great. Yeah. I'm going to go John Daly. Okay. Oh, John Daly would be nice too. And I'll take, uh, well, we got to have. We each get to pick one. That's the top. Yeah, we'll three, do that. Right? Yeah. Okay, I will go with, oh man, this is tough. Bartolo Colon. John Daly. John Daly, and um, I'll say Dirk Nowitzki. I just want to see what kind of bathtub he can even fit in. <laughs> is Manu, Manu Bulls dead? Uh, uh, did he die? I, he might have died. I think so. He died of being too tall, I believe. That happens to those guys. Yeah, no, I know. He yeah. did die. I think he died in like a, was it a car accident? Anyway, this is getting depressing. Was but he it died. was a car accident that he couldn't fit in the car. <laughs> he was driving a smart car. Well, he's, yeah. he's like the tall guy in the uh, Simpsons yeah, episode. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he died in 2010. Yeah, very unfortunate. Oh, uh, now I feel kind of bad joking Doesn't about it. Doesn't his son play in like the D League or something? I don't know. I call the championship round of uh, my NBA basketball fantasy league every year the Minute Bowl. There you go. No, you know who I'd like to see in that boudoir thing? Sim Buller. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a freak. That guy's huge. Massive. Yeah, yeah that's a good call. Uh, Todd Pernero writes to ask, if ISIS wanted to, could they put <laughs> together a football team and dominate the NFL? Oh, I think they'd cheat. They'd, yeah. probably, they'd probably blow themselves up. Are or they allowed shoot. machetes? Yeah, I think that's the question, right? Like, if they I think were... we've done this question before. Well, I think it's, it's a good question to revisit. Yeah. It's ISIS and football, yeah. two of our favorite things. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think they could because they would just murder players on the field yeah that'd be pretty good like you're not gonna stop them that's a good uh yeah zone defense jacksonville jaguars trying to play football <laughs> the zone is a landmine and you got some isis guy just you know stabbing him jihadi john yeah <laughs> well he died actually he was killed in november in a, in a G- drone strike G- but. <laughs> no that's a real guy that was the guy who was uh, executing all those people. Really? Yeah. Jihadi John. Yeah. I don't this know if he. I don't know if he named himself. I think that was the media's right, name okay, for I him. Gotcha. It's like the John Doe of Middle Eastern. Yeah. People. It's like Johnny Football. Right. But but Jihadi. It's the John. ISIS equivalent of Johnny Menzel. I like yeah. it. Okay. Mike, Mike Rizzi writes in with the death of Iron Mike Sharp, who takes over as Canada's greatest athlete. And Iron Mike Sharp, uh, for the benefit of the listeners at home and for you, Stephanie, right here <laughs> in the studio, uh, was a Canadian pro wrestler. 
uh, in early 90s, late 80s WWF. Uh, basically, one of the more prolific uh, enhancement talents, shall we say, ah. on, on television. Uh, he was on a few Raws before he retired, but uh, a jobber at, in the parlance. Did, did, did the job. Enhancement talent, so you have yeah. a big dick? Never won. Well, you want to go raw before you retire. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Bareback. Uh, I would say, like, I'll give, like, a legit answer, and I would say, like, Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Because he's, like, Canada's insane best athlete. athlete. Yeah. Yeah. He's up there for sure. I'm going to go with uh, Ty Dillinger, NXT's jobber to the stars right now. The perfect 10. Oh, he's taking a wrestling. Yeah. Season. But, I, you know, I, it's understand. It's, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Iron Mike Sharp died this week. It's probably the only week ever where if you type Iron Mike into Google, you get Sharp before Tyson. So he's probably feeling good about that. Well, he's dead. I don't. I'll think take Mike Tyson as Canada's next best athlete. He's already Iron Mike, so just oh, there makes you go. sense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. When he fell on the hoverboard, he hit his head, and now he believes he's from uh, Moose Jaw. <laughs> well, this is from Marlon the Man, and it's sort of similar to a question we just had about ISIS, but. Uh, these people, I think, are much worse than ISIS. And he okay. asks, am I the only one who thinks if they wanted to, all the Real Good Show listeners could put together a team and dominate the NHL? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I called you guys worse than ISIS. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, I'm... I called I'm, our listeners worse I'm than halfway, ISIS. I'm halfway... Yeah. I'm, I'm half... I'm half of Jihadi John. Yeah. <laughs> Just John. <laughs> uh, my name's halfway there. Uh, who listens to the show that's even that even plays hockey is a great question. Well, Jackson Playfair, I yeah. guess, would be our, yeah. our first line uh, winger. I think we could get Sean White to well, play. Well, you could hockey. come out Sean of White's retirement. Sean White's a goalie, yeah. so he would be our goalie. You yourself could come yeah. out of retirement. I'm not that. I'm okay, but I wouldn't. In the NHL, I would not. If it was like good. NHL 16... I think I, we could do pretty well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. a so, bunch of nerds against a bunch of pro athletes in video games. Yeah, if it's NHL 16, we got a shot. Yeah. Uh, question here that comes to us from uh, Blimpy Boy at Early 90s Pants, who says, "Apparently, my ex girlfriend is designing your T-shirts. I want my money back." <laughs> <laughs> is he a donor to the show? He is indeed. Okay. Yeah. And he goes on to write, I got cucked by a real good show. Which I think should be the t-shirt. Yeah, I think that might <laughs> have to be the shirt. by a real good show. <laughs> and then it just, on the back of the shirt, it just has the cool guy emoji. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. What's the, the cool guy emoji? The sunglasses. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess Obviously. that gets pretty cool. That's yeah. the cool guy emoji yeah. for sure. Yeah, poop, always sunglasses. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Never the, the one crying that's man. streaming yeah. out tears. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one comes to us from Michael Stevens. It's not a question, but he quotes uh, Mike Babcock, who said, uh, on the lack of scoring among his forwards, what are you expecting? How many of these guys really score? To which Michael says, P.A. Parento is the crying man. <laughs> Which, John, can you verify? I love P.A. Parento. I don't th honestly, I don't think P.A. would be the crying man on the Leafs right now. I think that uh, I think James Reimer is the crying man, uh, if for no other reason other than he's just getting lit up, and I feel bad for him because he's a good guy. But Switch Glitchman, at Switch Glitchman, big fan of the show. He, he marathoned the show. To say, can you talk about calling the Canadians the Habs. I always call them the Habaneros. Uh, as an American, he probably doesn't understand why we do that. Uh, it's because, uh, you know, the, the early settlers of Quebec were called Les Habitants. And that is why. I like Habaneros, though. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so basically what happened was after the Battle of the Plains of Abraham, uh, a bunch of them got together for a hockey game. And uh, that's where the Les Habitants got their start. <laughs> Just a bunch of just a bunch of Quaker settlers. Yeah, They're just getting their hockey on. Final question, unless yeah. you have well, anything you know, else, Stefan. That's, that's final. Comes yeah. to us from friend of the show, 
Taehoon Kim at TKim Photo. First of all, can we just talk about how shitty this mailbag has been? Our listeners need to step it up. These well, questions, it's, it's Saturday morning. The Cameron Reed one was pretty good. Yeah, but that's it. The, the, all the rest of the questions have been garbage. There's a lot of what is sports. Well, Taehoon this week asks, Taehoon, what personal belonging would you give me if I offered you Raymond Ballard and a first? Which, first of all, Taehoon, hate to correct you, but the standard offer yeah. during that era was actually Raymond Ballard and a second, second. because a first-round pick... Much too valuable to give up in a package that already includes such luminary talents as Mason Raymond and Keith Ballard. But what would you be willing to give up? For a, a second personal belonging? Yeah, yeah. I, now see, this is a weird question also because is he... Are they just like our slaves now if they're being traded to well, us? Well, how does a second round pick work? Like, do we get to make that pick? Yeah, maybe. For like, how, just as like a person. So it's like it goes like the Philadelphia Flyers, then like the National <laughs> Predators, and it's like real good show. <laughs> We're proud to select yeah, we're the Ontario Hockey League. <laughs> and we'll forget the name, like Bobby Clark. That was great. Yeah. And we'll be like, we select Jesse Pulju Darvey. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be available in the second round. Oh, oh it's a second yeah, round. Second round. Yeah, it's a second oh, round. That's right. Now. That's yeah. what I think he meant. Let's just take one of my former students. We'll take Trevor Cox in the second round. There you go. And um, it's his we like, draft take, year plus We could take Jackson four. Playfair. Yeah, so, let's take Jackson Playfair. So what are you willing to give up for the opportunity to do that? To draft Jackson Playfair. What are you trading in return for Mason oh. Raymond, Keith Ballard, and a second-round pick? To draft Jackson Playfair, I... And I don't know if like Raymond and Ballard are just like your bros and you hang out all the time or if you literally own them. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll s- give them a hat. They're my slaves. <laughs> um, I'm just giving away hats. It's my I, um. <laughs> Well, I, I was actually thinking that as well. Uh, for Christmas, Brooke got me a sock subscription. Uh, so every month I get a pair of socks in the mail. Yeah. And uh, they're really they're nice socks, like very good quality. Um, I will give away next month's pair of socks. So I haven't even seen them. They could be the nice, like they could be made of gold. I don't know. But I will just give away. I'll, I won't even open the envelope. Just whatever. I'll give away the socks. Well, I feel like you have for to. For Jackson. You have I hope to, he's listening. You have to give up something of value to get something of value back. <laughs> so I am going to be willing to trade uh, my prized possession, which is a working arcade cabinet, full arcade game of Street Fighter II Champion Edition. Wow. You just don't want to have to move that again. <laughs> That's the only reason why you're giving that well, away. Well, see, it's counterintuitive to trade it. As I'm bringing back Raymond and Ballard plus whoever I draft because those guys would help me move it next time I move. I guess that's true, yeah. So maybe I'll just trade my BB-8 hat. I was going to say, and, that's and where I those, thought you were going with And then that. those guys can help me move my arcade cabinet. Yeah, perfect. Stefan, what are you giving up? Uh, a hat. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. You guys are both giving up hats. Did that already. And I'm giving up socks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jackson Playfair, congratulations. You're getting drafted. You're getting drafted with, for two hats and a <laughs> pair of socks. He's the only guy on our team, too. Yeah, exactly. He's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a, and Raymond and Ballard. I guess true. we'd have to bring Ballard out of retirement. Yeah. What a mailbag it was. Do we want to check in on Stefan's pool party? We haven't done that in a few weeks. Sure, we can check in. I'd love to hear that new theme again with the splashing. Let's do it. John? Well, I just only wanted to talk about it because I'm in the lead by four and a half points right now, and it feels great to be alive. My team, just for those of you playing at home, I have a great team, and um, I just would like you to all, because I'm, I'm, I'm out here making moves. I actually, I should say, I, I shouldn't probably talk about it on the show, but I did get offered a trade 
uh, from Mike Fail. He offered me uh, Luke Shen for Willie Mitchell. Ooh, and, blockbuster. Um, unfortunately uh, for Mike Fail, Willie Mitchell was minus nine in the last week. Uh, so I just felt like I couldn't give him up right now while he's on such a hot streak. But he <laughs> just went on IR today. Uh, but my team of Johan Larson, Jordan Nolan, Brandon Machinter, Andre Andreoff, Michael Furlan, David Clarkson, Willie Mitchell, Andre Marchenko, Mark Stewart, Martin Marinson, Kyle Brodziak, Kyle Clifford, Jonas Gustafsson, Louis Domingue, Anders Lindback, and Anders Nilsson have really brought you just a great, together collectively known as Bangers and Machinter, are uh, currently holding down last slash first. At 24 and a half roto points with the lowest possible total being nine points. I'm doing quite well. Thank you. I didn't think it would be possible to surpass Stefan, but you have really done it. It's just yep. been a lot of good moves. Um, as I said, I've been really perfecting this strategy of going to live hockey games <laughs> and choosing the player that I see playing the least. <laughs> And uh, it's paid off for me in spades. They're so. going out and giving 10% every Absolutely. Night. <laughs> it's beautiful. So uh, so thank you uh, for allowing me the opportunity to check in. Uh, and, of course, you guys are still close. Stefan is in second. Justin, you're in fourth. I fell off the podium, uh, but I'm not that far back. Oh, no, you're very close. Uh, Mike Fail is in third mm-hmm. right now with uh, 29 and a half points. I'm at 30. Yeah. So, so very, you just could one be right and a half back. point, and yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. Just need to make a big move here, a big splash. What's maybe. killing me right now is the shutouts. Like, yeah. Three shutouts. I have zero, zero. shutouts, yeah. which is key. Yeah. yeah. Makes a big difference. I'm the only, somehow, in this pool of shit mess players, I'm the only team that has no shutouts. Well, and your plus minus is zero. Yeah, I know, which yeah. is really way too good. Is someone's like minus 60 something, I think. Verviticus, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And minus 59. And Verviticus <laughs> was quite upset that, uh, you know, we haven't done this segment because the show's run long the last uh, couple weeks here. He was in first at one point in the last month, and we chose not to talk about the, Well, yeah, the we only talked well, He's not in first now, so yeah. whatever. And he's also not on the show so who yeah, cares he is in fifth at the moment so you know good effort we appreciate uh everything that you put into it verbiticus maybe you will find your way back to the podium again someday uh, but we will go from the pool party into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch the cherry on top of our cynical sunday one good thing one good thing one good thing if a lot of people love it joe then something 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 love each other the world would be a better place to live there there we go nice okay before we get into one good thing i have some plugs we have well we'll do that after oh we're gonna do it after okay sure sounds good uh gentlemen what do you like this week uh, I can go first. I'm uh, going to plug an album uh, by a Victoria artist uh, who's uh, ha- achieved some Canadian and global success. Uh, his name is Aiden Knight. Uh, he just released uh, the album. It's called Each Other. And um, yeah, it just came out yesterday, so I haven't had a, a too many chances to listen to it. But uh, what I have heard, I've really, really enjoyed. And uh, I really liked his previous two albums. Uh, small reveal and versicolor uh, just a great artist kind of changes his sound slightly every album and uh, this one is probably my favorite of his albums he's released so far super talented guy uh, he's know, local too isn't he from victoria yeah, yeah. so he's um 
yeah, he's touring Europe right now and living in Germany um, for a while while he tours Europe. And then I believe he'll be back in Canada to do some shows. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it up to Aiden Knight, each other. Check out the album. Uh, really great. Really worth it. And a beautiful dog on the cover of the album, too. I know we're all dog fans here. So uh, who so is yeah. it? Exactly. So check it out. Aiden Knight, each other. I've got a music recommendation as well. Nice. And it's uh, comedian H. John Benjamin released oh. a jazz album. Uh, he calls himself a jazz daredevil. And the album is called, Well, I Should Have Learned How to Play Piano. <laughs> and the whole idea is that he's playing jazz piano with like a legit jazz band. And like he can't play piano. And I think like four of the tracks are called I Can't Play Piano. <laughs> nice. Part one, part two, part three, <laughs> and then part four. Uh, and it's absolutely wonderful. I don't play piano at all, and um, I'm not a, a huge fan of jazz. I never was, and that's why I thought it would be funny to make a jazz album. The guys who were playing alongside me were good, and you can hear that. This is probably the first time I played with someone who couldn't play jazz at all. get it. I didn't get it when I first heard about it. I don't get it now. I mean, maybe he's a visionary. I don't know. But, you know, it was, it was thoroughly horrible. It kind of reminds me of the Tim Gilbert album. I don't know if you guys checked that out. Yeah. Uh, in yeah, December, Canadian comedian Tim Gilbert released an album called Tim Gilbert Sings the Hits. I think we talked about it on the show. Yeah, I, I think we, we did, did yeah. too. And uh, so, yeah, he, he, in one take, covered 44 songs, mostly by women. And uh, he's... And there were more songs that he did that didn't go on the album, too. Yeah, he was... He's a... To put it nicely, he's a dreadful singer. <laughs> and uh, he's trying his best to sing all of these songs. And it doesn't go very well. And uh, so when I saw H. John Benjamin's, I'm like, oh, this is the musical version of Tim yeah. Gilbert Sings the Hits. <laughs> <laughs> so check out both those albums. They're both great. Yeah, I'm going to keep the music train rolling here. Oh, here we go. Because we, go. Uh, we were supposed to record on Thursday. That didn't happen because I was working for the radio station that I work for, uh, doing a pair of shifts to cover a band that I was kind of excited to see, but I only really knew the one song that's big on the radio. They didn't play that at the lounge show that they played at the station that I got to see because I was working it. Uh, they played four songs, deep cuts off the album, which I almost enjoyed more than the single, and uh, a lot of people who were there who were big fans were like, yeah, the single is probably the worst song on the record. So, uh, very excited to, to take a deep dive into that. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats is the name of the band. That is the name of the record, also came out in August of last year, um, and it's kind of a fusion of like, uh, contemporary like alt rock but also has like a heavy like blues and gospel vibe to it too a lot of uh, humming and snapping and clapping and stomping and that sort of thing um, and just a lot of fun and he's a great singer has a beautiful soulful voice uh, every every member of the band very talented I'm, I'm a sucker for any band with a brass section if there's horns going on sign me up baby and I uh, absolutely love the show that I saw from them this week Nathaniel yep. Rateliff and the night sweats. But before we wrap up the show here, gentlemen, what do you like to plug? Yeah, I, we haven't done plugs in a while. And uh, I got a few things coming up uh, for our listeners in the Fraser Valley. 
I will be co-headlining the Abbotsford Yuck Yucks next week, January 28th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, So if you're around and uh, you're looking to check that out, uh, please do. Uh, As well, my Just for Laughs Northwest shows are coming up and tickets are moving. So uh, I just wanted to give our listeners a heads up on that. Uh, On February 20th, I will be performing at Hot Art Wet City on the Teenage Dirtbag show. And I'm going to be talking about how uh, shitty of a teenager I was. And then the following weekend, February 27th and 28th, I will be opening for Todd Berry at Yuck Yucks. Uh, Each night, he's going to do one stand-up show and one crowd work show. Uh, So if you've seen his crowd work too, it's absolutely hilarious and uh you know it would might behoove you to come to both shows uh just because he will be doing uh two different shows each night now so. i know you were named as the opener for that but even after you were named as his opener he was like uh i really like want to hear this guy's stuff before <laughs> we give him the seal of approval yeah so i could be off the shows uh, i was gonna I say know, if yeah. you're plugging them right now has todd given you the seal of approval <laughs> no yet? no it hasn't happened yet. so <laughs> yeah because uh i did get the shows uh like a month ago and then the uh booker of just for last northwest sent me an email and she was like hey so i need a video of you to send to todd's people and i was like uh-oh uh <laughs> that's not great um so hopefully i passed Todd's people's test. Uh, if I don't, then you may see me opening some different shows at the <laughs> festival. I'll keep you posted. But good thing that you have a special online that Thank anyone yeah. can watch for free. That's right. Including our listeners, if you'd like That's to plug right. that right now, too. Someone else's special. John Cullen, available on YouTube? Uh, it is. I've I've taken it off of YouTube, but you can still find it through my website, Cullen, okay. CullenTheComic.com. All right. There well, And my book. Yeah, of course. I mean, we plugged that earlier. Yeah. Plug Generation, selfie. Generation Selfie. Hashtag, hashtag win. win. And I'm going to be calling uh, the Volleyball Nationals at some point in um, March. So there you go. when the dates are firmed up on that, I will have more to plug at I that point. I love firm Perfect. dates. Yeah. Absolutely. Love Justin. <laughs> Pretty sure it's March 3rd through 5th at Capilano University in North Vancouver. So Justin look forward to that. loves firm dates and hornies. Horns. <laughs> Horn sections. Horns. <laughs> Brasserie. Horny. Oh, my God. With that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Chris Adam. Our producer is Jessica Sands. Our artist is Caitlin Likely. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Shardist. Well, I can just keep going for a really recent thing. Shardist would have been good because we kind of yeah we both well before. we almost, we almost both then, said it yeah but I coined it so, so I thought we would both Franklin say it Mint now. baby it's not that's not a nickname that's gonna stick yeah uh, but it is though so it. just call me Frank no no I'll never call you Minty get off <laughs> okay. my bus I'll take Minty.
paintings are the colors that 